Welcome to Film Grain, the official podcast of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office. This week, our guests are Glenn Stearns, entrepreneur, mentor, podcaster, and philanthropist. So Glenn is known here in Erie as the original undercover billionaire who ultimately turned $100, a pickup truck, into Underdog Barbecue, the award-winning restaurant. And he recently returned to Erie for Undercover Billionaire Comeback City, which is currently showing on the Discovery Channel and Discover Plus. And Ashley Messenger, the general manager at Underdog Barbecue. Um, I'm Erica Berlin. I'm the executive director of the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania. So welcome to Glenn and Ashley. Thanks for being on the show. Hi there. How are you doing? Very good to very see you well. again. Yeah, good to see you too. And uh, so this is a very exciting conversation because we had a Meet the Cast episode uh, right before Undercover Billionaire Comeback City was, was going to air. And we saved this conversation till the very end, till the very last episode, um, because um, it was very, very special. Um, coming back to Underdog Barbecue and coming back to the business that you started with Undercover Billionaire was a very uh, exciting endeavor. And um, Ashley was a really important part of, of Underdog Barbecue. And so how was it to, to come back to that business? At the beginning of the episode, uh, you looked at evaluation of the business. So you sat down with Ashley. A lot of companies, just like the other companies that you talked to in Comeback City, were having trouble. So your company was no different. No, I mean, you know, when you think about how bad COVID has hurt businesses across the country, the restaurant industry was decimated more than probably just about any other industry. And so, you know, there's a few out there, but it was definitely hit one of the hardest. And you know, and Underdog didn't um, escape that. So coming back in and, and watching what was happening, because, you know, a lot of times when we find our backs against the wall, people do strange things, you know, and not everybody reacts the same way. And so it was, um, it was pretty interesting to watch how, you know, management was deciding what to do and how to pivot or, or not. And so, yeah, I found myself in an interesting situation when I felt the pain that Ashley and Mike and everybody had been feeling for a long time. And Ashley, what has the last year been like for you? Uh, it's definitely been a roller coaster. I mean, even since we opened, you know, it was a first, obviously, a new restaurant. And um, then the show aired and we were crazy busy with that. Uh, we got hit with covid we got shut down for the first time. That was that was hard. Um, then we went back, opened back up and had all these new regulations in place and all these new rules and we were learning fast. And I feel like right now we're kind of on the other side of it, but it's definitely been a roller coaster. It's been it's been a lot. I feel like I'm still processing it, you know. And what did you change the first time that COVID hit, like the first shutdown? And when you open back up again, what are the first things that you did? Because I know that there was like the second opening and the second pivot, but what was the first thing that you did the first time you reopened? During the first shutdown, um, I actually, I was furloughed, but then when I came back, it was a couple weeks, maybe like a month. 
when I came back, you know, it was me, Mike, and then Jen and Julie came back, and we were just trying to make it through. I mean, we were we were only doing takeout. That's all we were doing is curbside pickup. Um, we were trying to, I guess, like make make family packs and try to do different different menu items to really cater to the people that were, you know, still working or families that were kind of stuck at home at that point. You know, I mean, that was that was our pivot. Uh, then when we opened back up, it was hard to bring people back, you know? Um, so we were, we had like a skeleton crew at that point, but people were excited to come and, and do like the patio dining. And, and uh, I mean, it was just kind of a whirlwind at that point, you know? Glenn, when you were looking at the business and you were really kind of taking a hard look of like, wow, this valuation came in a lot lower than I thought. What was the idea behind bringing in some outside business owners, successful business owners, to give them to give the uh, team some some constructive criticism? You know, I'm fortunate. I live in an area, you know, a suburb of, of Los Angeles, right, Orange County, which is a very fast-paced um, area, and so the people around here, um, some of them put their heads in the sand when there's change and others are very aggressive. And so I know a lot of those very aggressive people. And so one of the very successful restaurants around here that adapted quickly was a, a was a, um, a group called Wahoo's Fish Tacos. And they'd been around forever and their family had been in the restaurant business for a hundred years. Wing and Ed are are well known. So I asked them, they're, they're buddies of mine. I said, would you mind coming out and really assessing what we're doing and how to think differently. Because I knew what they'd been doing. I, I, knew, I could see every day they're in the news helping out different you know, hospitals and different you know, police departments and doing things so differently than most restaurants. And so I wanted them to kind of come and assess the situation, which didn't go so well in the beginning, shall we say. <laughs> oh, really? So Ashley, how did you respond? Like, what did it feel like really to have to have someone come in and tell you like, eh, you could really be doing this better? It was kind of hard because at that point I was you know, taken out of my, uh, the kitchen where I felt really comfortable with, and I was put into the general manager role. I mean, obviously I was disappointed with the outcome of their visit, but I knew, I knew there was a lot to change. I knew that there was a lot that we had to work on. It was just kind of hard. It's almost like having guests come into your house and like, they can <laughs> see things that, that, you know, you kind of just look by because you're, you're almost used to it. And so it was nice to have a fresh pair of eyes to come in and be like, you know, you need to work on these things. And, and they did it in a really, it, it wasn't like destructive criticism. It was like, the, you guys, you guys have a decent foundation. You just need to make sure your food's hot, make sure that your drinks are good, you know? And, yeah. and, and at that point, I didn't even think that those were issues that we were having. Um, so it was nice to have them come in and kind of help us out and gave us a little, you know, boot camp training. So, yeah. Was there anything you were particularly proud of? that they said they were um, not happy with something that I was proud of that they yeah, were was not there happy anything, with well yeah was there anything you. that surprised you that they didn't that they gave you feedback on that you were that you had thought wow I thought we did that really well the cold brisket shocked me um I really didn't think that was an issue at the restaurant but it happened and, and I, I wasn't happy with it and so you know, we kind of, we fixed the issues. We made sure that, you know, it was a weird situation because 
we were trying to keep labor down because, you, you know, we were trying to be conservative on our costs, but only having one guy in the kitchen, if it, if they get a little busy, it could be overwhelming and things might sit. And so you need to almost like redirect your priorities, you know? So if you pace a second person to be there, you know, your, your food's going to be hot, make things a little bit more um, efficient in the kitchen. That was a big issue that we talked about uh, kind of just even the layout of the kitchen. So yeah, that, yeah, I mean, it was disappointing. I was shocked, but I mean, yeah. we made it through. We made the changes. I was, I was, I'm always down to, to push to be better. You know, yeah, yeah I, I, we really strive for perfection, and I mean, we're still working on it. You know, we're still. You know, but, but I will say, I mean, you know, the idea was that there is, the average small business has 27 days of cash flow and left, and that's it in this time, and so we put them to the task of having 27 days. And so starting out that process and realizing that our general manager that we had was ignoring a lot of the signs of what to do. Um, very good person, but didn't have the skills to rally the tr troops. And um, so putting Ashley into that position and being brand new at it, you know, it's a lot to handle and oversee. You know, I thought, you know, there's, a, a respect level that Ashley has. And I've loved that, how that all happened, right? Because in the very beginning, um, I didn't want to hire Ashley because she did <laughs> not interview very well. And she came with a team and you say, listen, you know, you got to stand on your own merits and not other people, you know, really that she proved herself with her team uh, when we started this whole thing with the original barbecue festival, the Rib Fest, and then working our way through the kitchen and then getting there, you know, putting her in that job and then having um, my friends come out from L.A. I wouldn't say it's almost wasn't fair, but it's it's just the, the reality of life. You got to jump in. And when you get a window, you take an opportunity, you go through it and make the best out of it. And so, you know, I was while I wasn't happy with how the layout of the kitchen was and how the food was coming out subpar. Um, I was happy with the team wanting, and especially Ashley, to learn how to do it better. And that made it, it kind of encouraged me that there was, you know, something there that we could hang our hat on for the future, you know, because if you don't learn, you know, it's just not going to ever get any better. Yeah. And that really came across. I mean, Ashley, you could absolutely tell your leadership that came across when you got that feedback, you just took that and ran with it. And the way that you speak to the staff, the way that you responded to Glenn every time he spoke to you, I mean, you are the absolute best general manager that he could have hired. I mean, obviously one of the things that Glenn points out in the show is hiring from within. So when you did promote um, your front of house manager, you know, that made, the point that you do make, Ashley, it's just, I, I don't know, throughout the whole episode, I really got the sense that you have leadership um, skills that are going to take you very far in life. You know, being an absentee owner, being out in California, it makes it very difficult because uh, I'm not there every day to see what's going on. And, you know, I'm really proud of the people of Erie that have come together to not only make Underdog Barbecue a great restaurant, but all the people that have supported Underdog. And so the whole town 
and then all the way up, you know, everybody um, embodies the underdog in Erie. And it really has been fulfilling for me to watch the whole thing happen. I didn't know what I was going to do when I first came to Erie. I didn't know that we would have a restaurant. I didn't know we'd call it underdog. And I didn't know that Ashley would play such a pivotal role in um, fighting and sticking through it and being there and working through all the tough times. And so when I put the task of 27 days, let's figure this thing out. Right. Or I'm done. You know, I don't know that right. I want to do it. it. It's just being too far away. Mm -hmm. It's just doesn't, it might not make sense. And so by having her in the driver's seat, there was a lot of things like adding our list and our name to the list so we could have people, if they want to go on to all the local websites, what are they called? Um, oh, like Uber oh, like, Eats and Grubhub? Like Uber Grubhub Hub and Grubhub. It's mm -hmm. like, get your, your name out there. Ashley was on all those kind of things, right? Mm -hmm. And just fighting for the decor and fighting for the quality. You know, it just, when we got down to the end, it felt only appropriate that, um, you know, I, I just could, I just felt right for the next step that we, mm -hmm. we well, had. and she, she, she put on a dog costume. I mean, she, she'll do anything. She put on a costume and got on the side of the road. And, and absolutely, that is something that you really have going for you, Ashley, is that you're so close to Presque Isle. And that really was a big win. When you have people that are going to Presque Isle every day, getting out on the side of the road and waving at them. I wasn't surprised at all that you got a lot of people pulling over <laughs> and buying. So how did that go? I mean, you obviously did that more than one day, right? Um, yeah, I mean, we did we did stuff like that. Um, it, I mean, it, it went really well. We got a really good turnout and then you kind of just ride it. You kind of just try to build the momentum and keep people coming back. Just since there was a lot going on, uh, that that was the one and only rib fest that we did. But we already had plans of doing more of that and more outdoor, like musicians and you know comedians and stuff. We already have all of that planned out for the summer, and it kind of, I mean, it kind of opened my eyes and all the ways that you could pivot. It's endless, you know. And that was the big thing yeah. is not stopping and, and and push and push and push and thinking outside the box, you know. Right. Um, well. I'm just thinking about Erie. They are losing that space right at the corner. They're turning it into a greenway. Chicolais is leaving mm -hmm. because they're yep. turning it into a greenway. So you guys are probably gonna pick up some of that business that yeah, we, we've already losing been, there. Yeah, we've already been <laughs> discussing how we're gonna be like the hot spot for the summer down there and just kind of gearing up for that, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I think you guys have a lot of really exciting times ahead. It's very exciting for you. Do you feel a lot of pressure? Yeah, I mean, I felt I felt like when Glenn put me in the general manager position, you know, he kind of threw me in the deep end, but it was the only way I think that he would be sure that it would work is because I learned and I learned fast and I'm still learning, you know, because um, you either sink or swim. I feel like we've, we've come this far. Like I've said it from the beginning is, we would we wouldn't let this place fail so even just the past you know six months we've we've grown so much really spread our wings you know i feel like it's almost a fresh start in a in a way we kind of rebuilt from the bottom up and there's only up from here you know i mean you'll always have your struggles and the hard parts but that, that's how you grow that's how i look at that you know 
So Ashley, what's your background? I mean, I went to, I went to culinary school. I went to uh, Mercyhurst, uh, both the Northeast campus and um, the main campus. I went for my two year for culinary arts. I went for my four year for uh, food and beverage management. Um, from there, I mean, I worked in various kitchens learning, you know, different styles and different cuisines. And it's kind of funny because before Ribfest, I had never really smoked meat or barbecued too much. Um, it, I just kind of looked at it like, this will just be something, something more that I learned. You know, I, I love cooking. I've always had a passion for it. So I never thought I'd be where I am today. You know, uh, it's kind of crazy, but I'm going to keep on following this path, you know? And so then you went from cooking to then like running a business and that's very different. So how yeah. did you learn the business side? Uh, quickly. I mean, I kind of, I've obviously working under other people, I've tried to learn a lot what to do and especially what not to do. Um, and just kind of learning, learning from my, from their mistakes, learning from my own mistakes, I guess I stopped being scared of you know, being wrong or like making a mistake. Cause that's, again, that's kind of where you grow. You, you learn, you learn from that kind of stuff. So I kind of had to just like gain, gain confidence. It was almost like fake it till you make it. Um, mm -hmm. Because I, I, I honestly, um, you kind of saw it in my first interview. And the reason why I liked being in the kitchen was because I, you know, have social anxiety and I'm not, I never thought that I was great at talking to people, you know, but then this kind of put me like out front and I'm like, you need to get over it. Like, this is it now. Like you can't, you can't avoid it. So it's just, uh, I feel like I've also not just in my career, I've evolved a lot and since underdog, but personally it's helped me grow as a person. And it's, again, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think from day one till now. Um, just the whole process. It's been incredible. Yeah. And Glenn, I know you see yourself as a mentor. So Ashley, do you feel like Glenn has been a mentor to you? And do you hope that he'll continue to mentor you through the rest of your business career? I, absolutely. I still, I still bug him. I still text him or call him every day or not, maybe not every day, but I'll, I'll reach out to him if, you know, if I got a question or even just for his opinion, you know, uh, and he still, he still pushes me, you know, and that, yeah. I, that's a tough love because it's, uh, you can't wallow. You can't sit and, you know, be still. It's, it's no, uh, I love kinda, it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, you know, there's um, that old saying when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Ashley's been there. So, mm -hmm. yeah. The whole time. That's right. And Ashley, you're relatively young. I'm 28. That's relatively young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be a, um, well, to be a business owner now. It's, it still kind of feels like a dream, you know? Um, so for I, I those know. that didn't catch that, yes, Ashley earned her way to become the owner of the business, but she had to buy it. That's right. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley is now the owner of Underdog Barbecue, and she bought it for a whopping $100. Hey, that's what I... <laughs> That's what I had. That's what I had when I started. So mm -hmm. only felt $100. appropriate. That's right. That's right. And I was sobbing. Let's be real honest. Okay. The Ashley earned every bit of it. It wasn't a hundred dollars. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears and a lot of time. And it's about integrity. It's hard work. It's about being the underdog 
and rising up above and not taking no and not being beat down, but continuing to get back up. And so everything that this show was about really resonated to me through Ashley. And, you know, yes, she was a sleeper. Yes, I didn't see it coming myself. And then as it's always wonderful to watch somebody blossom and bloom and, and grow. And so it was wonderful that, again, I'm absentee owner. I was, I was far away and I didn't deserve to have a restaurant that I really owned, but it was made by the people of Erie. And so you know, and Ashley was responsible for all that. So now, you know, it was only appropriate that she be able to take, you know, and grow and have jobs and have people that um, she can give back to. And yeah, we've had a lot of conversations and we'll continue to, because I want to see her just reach for the stars. You know, I'd love to see that place be fantastic and be something that continues to thrive in Erie. Real proud of you, Ashley. I still get emotional when I think about I this stuff. What was that moment like for you? Disbelief. I'm like, I, I will never forget that moment. I, I remember sitting down at the table and he hands me the evaluation. And I'm like, so like there was silence after that. I'm like waiting and I'm like, so are you going to sell it? And he's like, yeah. And like my heart broke. Like I'm, I never felt that before. Just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like everybody that was there, we put everything into it. And, and I felt like my heart was shattered and he's like, I'm going to sell it to you. I'm like, what? I don't have money. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have that kind of money. Like, all right. And so when, you know, when he was just like, I want to sell it to you for what I, you know, started it with, I just felt the whole room like spin for a second. I'm, I, I was speechless. It was, I don't know. I, again, like just thinking about it, talking about it, you know, when I, when I watch it myself, it was feels like a dream sometimes, but, um, you deserve everything, Ashley. Freaking crazy. It's do. wild. I mean, I, I appreciate it. I don't know. It's been the team. It's been you. It's been, I don't know. But I always said it's a hand up, not a hand, not out. A hand out. Always. <laughs> right. And, and that was with every business that was with everybody. And so, you know, I didn't come there to have a restaurant that fit into one of the other you know, businesses I have. I came there to see if I could help prove something to myself at the time, which is, could I do it, right? Am I fake? Did I have what it took to go and start over again? And, you know, getting through that, did I realize that it's really about the people you surround yourself with? And then realizing that this is an amazing opportunity for the city of Erie and for you and your family and it was so appropriate. It just felt so right that you be the steward of that business, you know, it, and it didn't, by the way, that too was, a, you know, it just, it all evolved, you know, it evolved naturally and it worked out exactly. I couldn't have seen it any other way. And, you know, and, and it was, it's weird. Like a lot of people that watch this show or any show, they go, ah, that's probably fake. And that didn't happen that way. And this <laughs> reality TV isn't reality. And all the things they say. And the stress this is real. <laughs> this happened the way it happened. Everything about it. And so, which made it even better. You know, it really made it um, wonderful. I think the world, you know, my business that I'm running every day now is called Kind Lending. 
And I think the world needs more kindness and it needs more compassion and it needs to be able to look at things, not from just, you know, a financial impact, uh, you know, but from how you can help other people. And, and so it was appropriate. Felt right. I mean, honestly, I'm truly honored that it, this story just came full circle and you kind of, you know, you passed me the torch and we're just, I'm, I'm running with it. You know, I'm, I don't want to let you down. I won't let you down. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. So am I. So we'll wow. be on many, many, many more calls together that again, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. lights go out. It's over. It's not We're yeah, we're on phone calls every, almost every day. <laughs> What's the future then of Underdog? Because on the show, Glenn, you mentioned the the flagship restaurant is with Ashley. So what's the future of Underdog? Well, we'll see. I, I hope that we do go off and branch off and do franchises, right? I mean, I'd love for her to own that one and we'll go off and make other ones across the country. Um, it's not a good time to do that right now. So, um, you know, we'll see how the the world shakes out, but, um, you know, right now, you know, we're just, um, holding off and seeing what's going to happen in the future here. The story with, um, undercover billionaire and with underdog and Ashley and that coming full circle, how does kind lending is that, is Ashley's story a, an inspiration for kind lending? What is kind lending? Well, it is. And, you know, I had, found most a lot of my success in in financial service businesses and and I had created a large mortgage company that I had sold and when I came back from doing the first season um, the people I'd sold it to put it into bankruptcy and um, the irony of you know the day they announced undercover billionaire they announced the bankruptcy of the company that I had sold and so people are, are you bankrupt? You know, I'm like, that's not my company anymore. But it inspired me though, at that point to go off and do it again, because I had, you know, worked on this project with the city and the people of Erie. And I really enjoyed the build again. And so I said, wow, well now I'm able to, I wouldn't, I couldn't compete before because I still had ownership in that other company. And now that that's changed and they reorganized basically, and they took the company and went off on their own. And so I started anew and, but I wanted to do it kinder and I wanted to do it with much more of a fun approach to it. And so we've been up and going and, you know, it took in 90 days, just like the show, what took me eight, almost, well, let's call it 18 years it took me 18 years to get to what it took me 90 days to do this time. So um, we're pretty proud of the new company. It's doing real well. Oh, that's exciting. And kind lending certainly makes it more attractive for anyone to, to choose to work with. That's, that's certain. Yeah. We almost named it underdog lending, but we. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley's like, Hey, that's my name. <laughs> Well, so Ashley, what's the, what's your future look like? Just to keep going. We just we just launched national shipping. That was a big thing. Uh, like Glenn said, um, we're on like all the third party delivery platforms, and that was something that we didn't do in the past. That I think that we definitely should have, you know, hopped on board with earlier. But 
you know, better, better late than ever, I guess. But the biggest thing for me is, um, you know, Glenn, Glenn kind of instilled with me, don't, don't miss your opportunities. So I'm going to take this one and run with it. I'm not going to stop. I kind of, like I, I said, I, I see this as a beginning, you know, and, and just doing everything we can, trying to make it as big as possible, trying to, you know, make it cookie cutter. So, you know, we, we can franchise. I mean, that's, that's, that's a goal. I, I guess I don't want to say an end goal because I'd like to see beyond that, you know, so, you know. Well, I can tell with your passion and your exceptional leadership, and you're very lucky to have a mentor like Glenn, uh, that you're going to do very well and go very far. And the city of Erie is very, very lucky to have you and your business. And overall, the two, three years that Glenn, you've spent here in Erie, certainly we thank you as well. So thank you both for coming on the podcast. It's been really exciting talking to you many times. I wish you both well. And thank you so much. And thank you all to lis for listening to the podcast. Until next time, this was Film Grain. Uh, thanks, Eric. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks for having wow. us. I it's appreciate been awesome. it. Yeah, it's been so wonderful. And who knows, maybe we'll talk again someday. But Ashley, I am starving. I, I like I said to Glenn, <laughs> like, I just watched the, the, the last episode. And like I said, I was crying. And then I was like, Oh, my God, I am so hungry. So I don't know. <laughs> there you are, go. are you there right now? Ashley? Uh, I, I actually I left so that I could do this. Um, oh. And then, and then uh, I'll be back. I'll be back tonight. Okay. So all right. Well, if my husband's home, whenever he gets here, we're heading down. So. Hey, there you <laughs> go. There you go. Awesome. All right. I, pre I appreciate the support. Yeah. Great talking to you so both. Much. You too. Take care, everyone. Right. See you later, Bye, guys. Ashley. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.